0: On air and online at ticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two on the block on a Friday. Thanks for tapping in. I'm Austin Norman. He is Eric Strickland. Big thanks again to you, Darren Erstad, for joining us on the program earlier in hour one. If you missed that, make sure you check out the podcast. I don't want to miss what Darren had to say. A lot of good stuff with him. We appreciate him uh, taking some time out of his day. He is one of three Huskers getting their jerseys. Retired at Haymarket Park tonight. Strict. That, that's awesome. Pretty, Very pretty well overdue.
1: Yeah, you know, he didn't have to do it, and he did. And we, we appreciate him coming on the block and tapping in with us before. It's it's a great day for him, his family. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's, just, let's just make a note of this. Out of North Dakota, like – there's there's talent in <laughs> in south and mm-hmm. north dakota and and um you know sometimes they can be overlooked but we found a gem in him and so that's uh it was just uh, wonderful to have him definitely come on the show absolutely also wonderful
0: mary ellen's food for the soul make
1: sure you check that out Whew. yeah um i wish i could go over there tonight yep. um but um i'm gonna miss you next week I know, bro, and the weather's just getting good too. Mm-hmm. It was just getting to a point where we I'm just might saying even this is your to choice to leave. I, I'm, I, this is on you. This was this was kind of just one of those things where you're like, uh, it's time to just kind of wooza one time." Mm. Um, so I'm hopefully uh, I know I probably won't be on Monday, but um, I'm gonna check the uh, the circuitry, aha, uh-huh. and see if there's uh, connectivities mm. working. Uh, to be able to, you know, tap in starting on Tuesday to come back. But, yeah, I hate that I won't be here.
0: We'll miss you. We won't be able to replace you. We'll see if uh, anyone can keep your streak going on shootout.
1: Yeah, we'll see who that's going to be. So, um, uh, I'm
0: still a champ until next Tuesday. It's true. <laughs> At least minimum. There you go. <laughs> uh, plenty to get to this hour. Who are we starting with? Well, at the bottom of the hour, we're getting into Nate Brennan yep. down in KC. Before we get into – uh, a little bit NBA at the end of this segment. Let's start with the Sweet 16. Okay. And this will this will tie in a little bit. Well, real quick before you do that. Mm-hmm. Real quick. Buy or sell
1: that this side of the bracket's going to be better than what we witnessed just on yesterday. How how do you, how do you measure better? Like just the um I obviously outside of UConn, it was it was pretty phenomenal. The games, like I mean, like just that level of like Noel, that mm-hmm. you know the Gonzaga Big Three after they go down, you know, just the back and forth. Do you do you see any of those type of games matching up to that type of you know splendor? It, it'll be hard to hard to top. Hopefully, we get another day just like it. Sutterhamon text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. How do you feel? Do you think? The tonight's games are going to match or better what you saw last night. I want to know. I just want to know mm-hmm. because uh, what I saw last night was I. It, it had me glued to the TV, just with with just anticipation of what's what's next. Who's going mm-hmm. to be the one to step up? Like that. Still on Walker was huge. Like that's yeah. big sack. Mm-hmm. Just to freaking reach out, and, and I mean because I mean I'm a defensive player, so. Um, when I saw what he did, um, my cerebral cortex and and just thinking of basketball went to the fact of all through the night watching his tendencies, understanding his shot pocket. Mm-hmm. It's deeper than just the fact. That's what I'm saying. When sometimes you guys watch games, there's things that are happening that sometimes are a little bit deeper. Just me being a cerebral mm-hmm. type of guy in basketball. Like, he'd been observing his shot pocket, how he gets there. So he knew that in his reach, don't reach out. Reach to the side and get to the pocket area of where he likes to bring the ball up to get his shot off. And that's how he got the steal.
0: Without touching him. Savvy Savvy. veteran play. Because you hit him on the hand, you hit him on the arm there. Trouble. Trouble.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's big sack to even know Mm -hmm. to do that
0: in that situation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's deep. We'll get into the games in just a second, but I saw this as I was looking for potential replacements for Penn State's head coach. and This will tie into the Sweet Sixteen okay. discussion. I'm not going to use the name. I'm not going to use the <laughs> teams because this not use the name. cracks me up. <laughs> okay, This is what a Penn State site wrote for a potential replacement uh, for their head coaching position. Okay. This coach has built up his current program to be a very well-respected program and a yearly bracket buster by being able to play up to stiffer competition. That would be a perfect fit for Penn State within the Big Ten, and his previous work at a Big 12 school backed up by his current team's tenure should make him a top candidate. If I say that, you're thinking Ohio thinking Valley, a like, Yeah, I'm thinking, like,
1: um, I'm thinking like Ball State, Butler.
0: Mac, yeah. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. This paragraph was written about Greg McDermott. Stop it. That paragraph Austin, was written about Greg stop. McDermott. No way.
1: There's no way. There's no way that that person, in his right mind, thought that that was going to fit.
0: Here's the here's the, the only the only pass I can give this author. That's crazy. Is that Penn State's a football place? They're not used to basketball success. They don't oh. always know to talk about it. That's the only pass I think I can give them. Number one, it's funny because Greg McDermott wasn't awesome at Iowa State. He, he was okay. He's eh. He was fine. Mm -hmm. Got a lot better at Creighton. Number two, calling Creighton a bracket buster is the most hilarious insult. They were supposed to be the
1: Final Four this year. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what—so to say that,
0: are you serious? Go ahead. Yeah, they're two wins away from the Final Four. But even if you look at Creighton as a program, Creighton hasn't been a bracket buster since before Dana Altman. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. They just haven't. I mean, that's that's a begrudgingly, I admit, a a solid program, a good program, and so so they're in a a big enough conference. I mean, the Mo Valley was fun Mm -hmm. back in the day. Love love watching the Mo Valley. Then they moved to the Big East, which maybe not the best conference in college basketball. Well, right now they are. Right now they got the most teams. They do still in the game. They do. So can you you can make a case for it? I'm saying it's between the Big Twelve, Big East, and. Maybe the SEC,
1: yeah, the SEC Maybe. right
0: now, yeah, it's kind of emerging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the other reason that you can't call Creighton a bracket. ACC, what happened? Oh, They fell off. Good gosh. After about 2016, 2017, yeah. ACCs lost it. So, but, but Creighton hasn't even bra- busted any brackets. I like know, they, it's they, unbelievable. They don't make it that deep usually, yeah, so you usually. can't really call them a bracket buster.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, but you know, our our friend, not only of the uh, of of uh, on the block, but also of Old school. Kenny Wilhite had something to say about it. I uh, got a text from Kenny Wilhite, and he said 10 miles. Soderham Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Okay. Do you think Penn State would be a good fit for 10 miles? Well, I would do it just because I'd want to stick it to If If, if I was going to do it, I'd want to stick it to it. But, see, here's the thing we don't know. We don't really know what their recruiting is mm-hmm. like. They're a very senior-laden team. You're losing the best parts of your your team, which is that guard position in Kenny Pickett. So is it replaceable? What do you have behind Jalen Pickett. Jalen Pickett. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I say Kenny Pickett? <laughs> I'm thinking of Kenny Wilhite
0: and all of that. So, yeah, um, that's something to think about. Tim Miles, what he's done in his career basically mirrors what Penn State's arc has been as a program. A good year here and there, not consistent, sustained success. And Tim Miles is one of the guys, I think we were talking about it um, earlier this week on a crossover with with Nick Enrico. Tim Miles just strikes me as a guy who's at his best at the mid-major level. He's a good coach. We talked about that. Yeah, he can succeed at the Power 5 level. The best spots for Tim Miles most consistently have been his mid-major stops. So I, I get it. You can take another Big Ten job, but... I think Tim Miles can be the best. Tim Miles have the most consistent success at a mid-major. I'm telling you, if I'm a coach right now
1: today, I'm looking at not how I can get the Texas job or you know any of those top-tier jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure. You probably three, four years, and you're out the door. I'm looking for how I can become the next Mark Few. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at what conference can I dominate be strong enough, have a great off uh, uh, non-conference schedule, mm-hmm. and put myself in a position to do what FAU's doing. Like if I'm FAU's yeah. coach, I'm not. Le- I am. I am. Listen, step up now. Now you know. I'm not saying you got to touch me like Mark Few, but hey, listen. I want to stay here. I want to be here. Can you make it happen? I will build this thing. If you if you let me hold on to it. And I would come in every year with thirty three and three records and and make a run at you. Boca's not a bad place to be. Boca ain't bad. Remember remember when remember when Florida Gulf Coast and then he
0: ends mm-hmm. up leaving? And have you heard from him since? I mean, I know where he's at, but I'm it, saying but he, he hasn't made year. that type of noise. He had one year with Evan Mobley.
1: So mm-hmm. If if I, I would have, man, why would you not want to stay? In, like, if you could have, and they got better facilities, they ended up getting. Yeah. I would have stayed down there and, and made it home for 20 years. Sure. And just been, been the
0: dog of my conference. Who's the best baseball player to come out of Florida Gulf Coast? Trivia time. They have a really famous baseball player that went there. I don't know. Chris Sale. Oh, shoot, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Chris Sale went to Florida Gulf Coast. Oh. Jacob DeGrom hit a home run off Chris Sale, his one collegiate home run. Dope. The, the more you, you know.
1: Sales. Yeah, the more you know. You, you
0: know a lot, my boy. You got a lot of insight. L- little tidbits. <laughs> they stick. All right, Sweet 16, streak. We brought up Greg McDermott, uh, Creighton in the Sweet 16, taking on Princeton. Again, the matchup that I think could swing this game for Princeton is that center spot. Princeton center versus Creighton center. Not exactly the same player as Derek Walker, but Princeton runs a lot through their center. Not always out to the three-point line, but if you can get Kalkbrenner up to that nail area, that's enough space for all Princeton's motion to work behind him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think um, that's going to be an interesting game, and I'm excited to see what happens. But I, I do, I, I will say that he's got to stay in the game. If mm-hmm. they get him in any type of foul trouble... That could be dangerous. That could be dangerous. And if they're hitting mm-hmm. balls like Peters and those group, or they're just out hustling you, you cannot let them out. That's what they do to you. They just they're out scrapping you, and they're going to out fundamentally. Mm-hmm. They're going to put bodies on people. They're going mm-hmm. to run their offense. You're not going to be able to speed them up. Nope. You you know. So I, I think the keys to this Creighton game is going to be Nebhart and Calkbrenner. Mm-hmm. You know, let everybody else do what they do, but those two, like Nebhart, running the show. You know, and if Calkbrenner has a game like he's had earlier, and that can be trouble for uh, Princeton. But but they've been good. They've game planned against everybody that they've played, mm-hmm. and they've been effective. They've had a if week. you can do that with, the, yeah, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. if you can do that with Zach Eady <laughs> type type players, you know, Tabellis
0: and Ballo and Krisa. I mean? yeah,
1: you you know those. Mm-hmm. You, if if you can do that with those type of players, mm-hmm. where you have time to game plan them out. I I know they're going to be ready for it, so we'll see. Creating your pick to move on, you give Providence a chance. I give them a chance. I give them a chance. Okay. I give them a chance. I mean, Providence is—they've been pretty consistent throughout the year. You know, um, I really like Princeton.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do. I I just like them. I don't know. I just like the fundamental aspect of their game. Yeah. But Providence Consistent. is solid. They're well coached. He's moving on too. Isn't he? Getting a, didn't he get a coaching job somewhere?
0: Who? Um, Providence's coach. W- where did Providence come from? Oh shoot! <laughs> we got I'm Creighton, tricking. Princeton I'm right try- now. Princeton. Oh gosh,
1: <laughs> I don't know where. I'm, Throw me for a loop over here, Strick. That was a fumble, <laughs> fumble, Raya, fumble, Ruski. No, pr- Princeton. No, no, he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's not going nowhere.
0: No, but yeah, they they're going to game plan. They're going to be good. First game of the night is Alabama-San Diego State. Bama still the odds-on favorite, I believe, to to take home the crown. Where
1: did I get Providence from? I I, I don't
0: know either. San Diego State is fun, though. What Brian Dutcher's done, I'm a big Matt Bradley fan. Nobody on San Diego State plays more than 26, 27 minutes a game. They are deep. They throw bodies. They throw physical presence at you all night long. they got an Omaha guy in a a gecko rope. But Alabama's Alabama. They shoot threes, they stick to it. And, and as tough as San Diego State defends, Strick, if Bama shoots the way they can shoot, if they shoot 37%, 38% from three, it doesn't matter what San Diego, San Diego State does defensively, Bama has it. Yeah, and, and Lemon, you
1: know what? Lemon on the text line. Um, yeah, man, I knew I heard him say that, and somehow he threw me off. It was Austin's fault, man. We're going to blame it on the young fella. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: I have You're no recollection on. of that. I said Princeton. Every <laughs> they time. heard it too. I said nope. Princeton every they time. Check the tape.
1: We are gonna check the tape. Rewind. Um, but no. Um, uh, I think, I think this could be a challenge for them because it's like you said. They're very deep. They're gonna run multiple people at you. Discipline. Very disciplined. Well coached. Um, I. They're athletic, as heck. The key, the key to this is can they score enough, and is Alabama going to dominate them on the boards? Because they don't they're 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 not a high scoring type of team, but like you said, they run their stuff. They you know um, they'll try to turn you over because they're going to try to get after you defensively. They average about almost seven turnovers, uh, you know, creating seven steals a game. So it's going to depend on whether or not they're going to be able to kind of get Alabama out of sorts Mm -hmm. and run their legs off a little bit and kind of get
0: them just just out of themselves a little bit. We'll see. The problem we've seen for Alabama's opponents is that even if you do get Alabama out of sorts, they're still talented enough to beat you. I mean, Brandon Miller didn't score a point in one of their NCAA tournament games, and they still roll. Bama's deep, they're talented, and they play a style offensively that leaves them susceptible to, to bad shooting nights because they're there's such pace and space. There's such you know, layups in threes, which mathematically works. But if you're not hitting from three and you don't rely on the mid-range sometimes, it's hard to get to that. But Bama still defends its butt off.
1: Well, if, if, if San Diego State does not um, put the pressure on them, the thing that's good about this Alabama team, they're and 0 in one possession games. Mm-hmm. That means they they when it comes down to it they win cuz they know who they're going to, they know what their their roles are mm-hmm. and they go and get it done and execute. So that's a that's a scary thing about them.
0: The next game on the docket, the other 1-5 matchup, Houston and Miami. This game fascinates me for all sorts of reasons. It'll be Houston's depth being tested again against Miami's guards. Miami not a very deep team. But their starting five as one of the best net ratings of any lineup to play this season. Th- this could be a real Styles make fights matchup.
1: Yeah, I-, I would have to agree with you. And 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 Miami's not going to take uh, no losses. They're gonna they're they're gonna stand you, look you in the face, square up, and say, hey, what's up? You know, they're they're not they're they're not going to be afraid at any point. But again, um, Houston can be physically intimidating, especially on the defensive end. One of the better better defensive mm-hmm. teams. Uh, top ten, top five in the country, uh, as far as that's concerned. Again, I think they go as far as Marcus, Marcus Moss. They've been, they, uh, Marcus um, uh, Sasser. Mm-hmm. They've been, they've been, um, they've been trudging along, and they've been winning. I like the way that they've been winning. They haven't necessarily been doing it with any one person, or uh, they've been collectively just really. Uh, putting in the effort to get games uh, handled. Now, um, we'll see who ends up shooting the ball um, better than the other. Uh, they score about the same. So, um, it's going to come down to defense. Now, listen, Houston will block shots. They will. They will. They will. Mm-hmm. Say, so, what type of intimidation factor are they in attacking? Is their perimeter game going to help them? Uh, Miami? Because mm-hmm. attacking the glass, get ready for block party. Because mm-hmm. – that's what Houston does. That's They'll send your stuff you know, back to the front row pretty
0: regularly. The last game of the Sweet 16, then, a 2-3 matchup in the Midwest region. Texas and Xavier. This game being played at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, where Texas won the uh, Big 12 tournament. Uh, the Longhorns definitely at home in that building. If you match up these starting fives, I think we have a pretty equal game. If one of them gets in foul trouble for Xavier, Texas is going to run.
1: Yeah, uh Texas has been one of the ones that I actually I've got them winning it and uh in my bracket. Um, you know, Texas coming out of the Big 12. They're they're pretty solid. They lead the Big 12 uh in points scored, averaging about mm-hmm. 78 a game uh and shooting at 47, so they're 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 very efficient. So, uh like you said, Xavier if this game is tight, they don't win a lot of games that are tight, they like to kind of be up and play a little bit more free. Mm-hmm. So um, when it comes down to that, who who's going to be the person to step up for them? The The man that has been doing it for them is Sule uh Sule uh, Boom. Boom. I think it's Boom. Sule Boom. Yeah. Uh, he's been the guy that has really kind of been the one that's been able to take over for them when they need him to. Um, watch him. Watch how, how well he gets off to a good start and, and, and plays for them tonight.
0: There you have it. That's our look at the Sweet 16. We're going to step aside. When we get back, we're going to talk to Nate Brennan down in Kansas City. It'll be good to hear from Nate again. We'll talk to him next.